podcast. I go by the name of JT. I've got my guy Destiny in the corner. And today, once again, we are joined by so, um, she's an athlete, she's from the Netherlands. I'm gonna let her introduce herself for everyone who doesn't know. Welcome. Uh I'm sorry, Sydney. I'm 90 years old. I do the hurdles, the 100 meter hurdles. Uh, yeah, I live in the Netherlands and uh I train at Papno. And uh, yeah, that's kind of short thing. I do athletics for like almost all my years I live. I think I do for 17 years. Wow. So uh, yeah. Wow, amazing. How did you get into it? First question, how did you get into athletics? I mean, if you're doing it for 17 years, I'm assuming it runs in the family perhaps, or what were your influences in getting into the sport? Yeah, it does. Like my sister is running as well, uh, Naomi. So yeah, she's seven years older than me, I guess. And uh, so yeah, when I was younger, she already did athletics and uh, my dad runs a little. So when I was little, I always uh, go to the track. And yeah, so I started just uh, when I have to pick a sport, I exactly choose uh, athletics because she did it. And what event? <clears throat> was it always hurdles or were you doing anything else sort of at the start? No, I really liked the heptathlon. I really did it for like a long time. I stopped doing that in 2019, so two years ago. Uh, but yeah, I'm just better at sprinting and hurdles. Uh, I dislike the hurdles at first because it's kind of scary if you, yeah, if you <laughs> see it for the first time, it's like, no way, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, we're good at something, it gets nicer. So eventually I really like it. That's awesome. And so when did you start to show like real promise and progress and in the sense that you were like, oh, wow, I could actually do this professionally. Like, I'm actually pretty good. Like, what was the process of you going from just sort of like a a general, just doing it for fun to sort of wanting to take it more serious? Mm, I think that was in like 2017. I uh, participated at the AO, so a junior tournament for uh, B juniors, I guess. I don't know how you call it in English. I think it's under 16 or under 17. Okay. And um, yeah, I did the hurdles and the 200 meters there. Uh, and I won both events. So that was my first international European competition. And before that, I also did uh, hockey. I really liked that. And after the AOF, I uh, stopped doing that because I think in athletics, I'm better and maybe I can grow with it. So yeah, then I started doing it more seriously. Okay, awesome. Were you, did you change your training setup Were you, or have you always been at Papendorf? No, I uh, started uh, just in Soetermeer, Ilion, where I live. Uh, that was just easier and I also did the heptathlon there. Uh, then I got invited for uh, a regio kind of thing. Uh, it's like a center for big athletes, uh, local. And there I did the sprinting and the hurdles. And I did that since last year. And this year I uh, switched to Papano. Oh, you switched to Papano this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I did. For people that don't know what that is, could you sort of explain what Papandau is, what it's like? Yeah, just in general, because I think a lot of people may not know what that is. Mm, in LSU, it's not quite a big country. So you have one national training center and it's called Papandau, it's in Arnhem. And there are different groups for different events. And it's kind of, yeah, just our big athletics place uh, for Netherlands. And 
yeah, you have the good facilities there, indoors, outdoors, all the testing and stuff like that. In Netherlands, there's just one place where you got that. And that's there. Wow, that's amazing. And, and do they sort of accommodate you? Do, you? do you live there as well and everything like that? You can live there if you want. But yeah, I decided to not live there because I don't want to be around the same people all day because you train <laughs> with them. <laughs> but you're like done. You're also with them. So yeah, I decided to find my own place. So in January, I will live nearby, but not like at the complex. Wow, that's, that's pretty <laughs> amazing. <laughs> that's, that's so cool. JT, you got anything? Yeah, I was going to add, um, so run us through like your European experience or general experience with um, like European championships or Europe like competitions and competing for your country. Mm. Yeah, I really like doing the European stuff. Mm-hmm. I think European athletics has grown also. It's like on a better level than it was before. So uh, especially in the hurdles, I think, there are quite some good girls at my age. So it's really nice to compete to them. And uh, yeah, I really like it also for the country. And just you feel like you're being in a team, in an individual sport, where you're going to competitions. So I really like that aspect of it. but. Uh, yeah, for me personally, for me, every race is the same. It doesn't really matter if I'm there running or just here in the Netherlands, Belgium. I really don't care. It's always the same race. So, yeah, for me, it's the feeling is the same. Okay, that's awesome. You went to, what was your first sort of European competition where you sort of represented the Netherlands? Uh, well, AF was the first one. I like... European under 18 after. So I think that's more official because AOF, not all countries participate in that, I guess. Mm. And Europeans under 18, everybody does. So yeah, I guess that's my real first one. And how did it go? Uh, I did 100 hurdles also. I uh, got second. So it was quite good, but I really wanted to be the first. Yeah. Especially when I, I hit so many hurdles in that race. So I think I could do better but yeah you always have that in the hurdles I think can go wrong also with other people so same place good awesome did, did anything sort of change from that point go, when you medal at European I don't I don't I think it depends for each person but usually when you medal at a sort of a European or high level competition it can sort of open doors opportunities that sort of thing did anything really drastically change from then or not really um I think not really because I think everyone expected me to medal at every competition. Uh, but yeah, the year after I got injured, so I didn't do the hurdles. So I guess that gave me a little brief time because otherwise they would have guessed me to uh, be in the finals at the under 20s and uh, get a medal. And I think when you don't uh, reach that potential, people are kind of harsh in athletics. Uh, so yeah, I think everything changed after I got injured. Uh, I did that season, I didn't do the hurdles. It was in like 2019. Yeah. And in 2020, I started doing the hurdles again uh, because I was fit again. And yeah, since then I it went like this, way yeah. better. And yeah, I think since that moment, it really opened doors. Awesome. And then sort of take us through your season that you you just had did you go I think you went to yeah you went to Tallinn didn't you 
Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I'm saying I only uh, say this because to to the people listening, I was I was at Talon. So that was the first time <laughs> I'd ever seen you in person. There's no way you saw me because obviously GB was there. I think we we're in the same hotel and I was coming out. Yeah. And you were about to get onto the bus. And I was like, wait, hang on. Is that Zoe Sedney? Because I knew of you because obviously you've done like Diamond League races and you did like the European indoors. I was sat at home watching it. So because the commentators know who you are, you're one of the top people and everything like that. So I was like, what is she doing here? Like this, I was thinking this is too, too low a standard of competition for you. What the heck is going on? <laughs> so I was like, whoa. Um, and um, yeah, I was like, whoa, what's going on? And I was like, oh yeah. And But I, did, I didn't actually get to see you race because they wouldn't let us come to watch it was all a bit weird at talent but yeah take, take talk us through your experience of it all yeah talent was crazy we couldn't do really anything because of covid but uh yeah i saw your team also it was kind of funny because our relay uh four by four i know i think you know the story but other people yeah. know, but, uh, our team kind of yeah got into the gb team on the four by four so they fell <laughs> and our team won but got disqualified so after that race, uh, I was with a couple of GB uh, members and uh, yeah, we had kind of argument about it because you guys pushed us first. <laughs> but everyone <laughs> on your team what? said that was not true. <laughs> but it was. No, uh, we're going to yeah. review this after. There's a video. So we can go down this. You guys pushed first. You guys pushed first. <laughs> there was like a whole fight. So I heard that after it, you always have like a kind of party. Now there wasn't really a party this time, but everyone went also to the same place. And I heard like GB didn't want us there. Oh, because you guys God. were mad. Be yeah. Like that. Oh my <laughs> days. I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know when that, but we were annoyed. That was a medal because we, we were coming. We were coming. We were coming. And then this geezer, some cool, some tall guy, <laughs> some guy just, just decides to just shove the guy. He went flying, like he tumbled and he, oh, it was pee. Oh. Because like, we were gonna medal, like their team was good. They, they had a really good team, but it was just ridiculous. We were mad as heck. I remember we were up there, we were like, whoa, get him out, oh my goodness. Yeah, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Mad. Um, so we, we weren't too happy with, with the Dutch after that, to be honest, because um, yeah. <laughs> It's quite sad. <laughs> yeah, um, now it's funny, but when I was, when I would be a member of the four by four, I wouldn't think it was funny. But yeah, like from the outside, it was kind of funny how mad everyone was at each other. <laughs> but yeah, but my tournament was, uh, yeah, I don't know, a kind of mixed feelings about it because my season went really good. I think I won uh, a couple of times top thirty. But yeah, I don't know. My series and my semi-final, uh, I won both of them quite easy. And it was like two other girls who were also going to the Olympics after. So I knew they were kind of my competition. Mm. So we were at the, yeah, three of us. And in the final, I just messed it up completely. I hit like hurdle two, four, six, seven, eight. I almost fell. Uh, and then I became fourth place. So that was kind of... I don't think it's bad because yeah, when I say it like this, fourth place, like it's really bad. But mm. I just expected myself to get a medal. Yeah. And when you just don't, it just sucks. Also because the third girl, I just really didn't know who she was. She came like from the outside lane, lane A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it just really sucked. I what uh, sort of from that point. 
were you able to switch off after that and kind of just enjoy the experience? I can't remember what day your final was on. Did you have another day or two? Were you still in talent after that? Like, what did you do to sort mm. of, um, were you like thinking about the race a lot? Did you phone your coach or were you kind of just like, you know, not too fussed about it, so to speak? Mm, I like an hour uh, after it that I, yeah, I was just really a little sad about it, a little angry on myself, but after that I was okay. I can switch it off really easy and it's just, you don't have anything about it when you're thinking about it all the time. So I had just one day left after it. Uh, so yeah, that was when the four by four relay was. So I watched all the, <laughs> I watched everything that day. So I was in the, how do you call that? Tribune. I don't know how you say that. Is where everybody can sit. Oh, the stabs. Yeah, that. yeah. I was just there the whole day. And yeah, after we partied a little bit, like our flights were on four in the morning after that yeah. day. I don't yeah. know who decided that. <laughs> I think your guys too, because I saw like four other countries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Italy as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was an L. Uh, Josh, this was peak because obviously GB, we're annoyed at the Netherlands. So we see them when we wake up. Are you getting this? <laughs> we see them when we wake up. Yeah. <laughs> then we get to the hotel okay. and Italy start giving us crap. Like they're like, Oh, it's coming to Rome. It's coming to Rome. Oh, it was just, the Euros. Yeah, Josh, no, it was such bad vibes in the sense that everyone's annoyed at the Netherlands because we've lost the medal for the 4 by 4 Yeah. Then we're watching the England game and everyone is fuming. Yeah. Like yeah. a couple people are punching stuff and yeah, getting people angry. Crying. Yeah, people crying. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in, right now, GB are just in very, very, uh, it's, it's not good energy at all. Yeah. On top of that, everyone's annoyed because they got to wake up at four. Because I remember it, like no one went to bed literally no one slept um and then we're in the airport we're, we're all like dr drowsy and tired sleeping around and we see italy and they start giving it to us so it, it was just bad that last day was just not not very nice wow <laughs> it was not nice at all um but yeah other than that anything else from talent that, that you enjoyed or had you ever been to estonia before like what did you do did you like speak to other people from the different nations or anything like that or were you sort of like reserved I haven't been in uh, Estonia before, but I don't think it's a country you go to vacation or something. I don't yeah. think a lot of people go to vacation there. Uh, I did like it, but it also was kind of creepy where we were, I guess. I went like to a store for the supermarket and they said to me where I had to go. So I went there and I think I did it wrong because I was not at the supermarket. It was like kind of a Russia thing there. It was like, a, little ghetto i guess but all russian people it looked like they want to kill us <laughs> a lot of drunk people like i remember that last evening i didn't slept as well because yeah it just had no point yeah and i just was walking back from i think somewhere in the city where it was like a small party uh to the hotel and there were like all drunk people calling my name and they were burning us oh they know who you were I don't work. know. I think they heard from somebody else, like next to me. There was like stalking us, so I guess they heard someone say my name or something. Oh wow! And then see. they were stalking us and stuff, so we ran away. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't Genius. think I want to go there again. <laughs> I didn't like it as much. I like other cities better. How yeah. was the weather there, guys? Because you got obviously you two. No. How was how was it? 
It was like, horrible. Because I thought it was like a, a, a cold place. But I remember Des saying it was decent. It was like mad hot there. It was hot, bro. It was not nice. <laughs> it was too it hot. Was hot. Like, like or too the... hot or too rainy. Yeah, um, yeah. It rained really badly one day. That was the day I, I went to train. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was okay. hot. Right. Um, what party are you talking about? She keeps saying you keep saying party. Where was this? Yeah, party? you guys ruined there. You, yeah, exactly. So you you started beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> are you like, kidding? <laughs> it was like a small. I don't know. It was like a bus or something, and it came music and drinks out of there. I don't know why, because it was like middle of the city, in the city, but I think it was for local people. But someone found out. So everyone was sending the spot to everyone. Crash the party. So <laughs> oh then we kind of took over the party. It was outside in like a bus with music and lights. But I think you guys were in a hotel. I don't know where you guys were actually, but not there. <laughs> no one decided to tell GB. We're, we're not very liked. Yeah, country, you're not liked. I don't think we're very liked. Yeah, <laughs> oh dear. Um, that is sad. Wow. Okay. Awesome. We've had a recap of talent. Um, now let's get on to the big one. This is this is obviously the big one. Um, the Olympics. Yeah, insane. Yeah. Like, I think I never went before, of course. And uh, everybody said it was so different from yeah, other years because like COVID and actually we couldn't really do something. But like I still enjoyed it because it was my first experience. So I don't have a better one. And yeah, it was just really different because uh, I have never had a, like a world tournament or competition because when I had the world's under 20, it was in Kenya 2020, but that got delayed a year later to yeah. this year. So I never participated in a yeah, world championship or something. So this was also my first time for like a world stage. So it was kind of weird to do that at the Olympics. And yeah. First, we had like a two weeks training camp or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you just had to stay in the hotel. And when you're free, we still went to the track. So that's the only time. Oh, the client. I got a call. So yeah, I'm back. It's not right. So good. And um, I don't know where I was in the story. Oh, yeah, we had like a training camp like two days before, uh, two weeks before. And uh, we couldn't really do anything. So that was kind of boring. And three days before your race, you could get into the like the village of the Olympics. Uh, so yeah, we're just waiting for that moment. And hurdles was like the second day of the athletics competition. So that's kind of early. Uh, yeah, and that was crazy. So many people, like the food, you had like Asian food, world food. Uh, German food. I know they had like anything for everybody else. And yeah, just all the people there, countries I never heard of. It's just insane. And yeah, I was so nervous, I remember, because most of the time I'm really, I am nervous, but not extreme or something. And when I'm into the blurks, I really forget anything. But like this time, I just kept being nervous all the time. Even after the race, I was still nervous. <laughs> So yeah, wow. but it was a uh, yeah, it was a cool experiment. What was um, so how did it go from a performance point of view? Was it just sort of different to anything you'd ever experienced in terms of like 
the the, the stand. What, what was your like goal or aspiration going into the competition? What, what, what was your thought about what you wanted to achieve or do? Mm, I remembered I didn't really have a goal because I was like, I'm just happy to be here. So everybody's way older than me. So I think it's really cool that I'm here and I can run, but I really want to run around my PB and not like 13, 20 or something. And that everybody's like, what is she doing? Uh, so that was really my goal. So not everybody would say like, she didn't deserve to stay there. Uh, so I did accomplish that goal, but I think that in my mind, I really wanted to get to the semifinals but I didn't want to yeah. hope for it. And like, I missed that spot on one spot. So, yeah. Man, that's, but still it's a great achievement to get there at 19. Like, yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty unbelievable. When you got the call that you were going, was it, what was your first reaction when you found out that you were going to the Olympics? I needed to cry and I never cried. <laughs> so, <laughs> because I thought I, uh, you have to go, uh, world rankings 40, top 40. From world athletics to go to the olympics but the dutch team decided they want top 33 uh, 32 so uh it's a little strict and i was 33 but countries still had to uh, say if their athletes were going or not because there are also athletes like pregnant into that list or people that stopped like sally pearson is not running anymore so they had to get script from the list um but I didn't know how many people that were and if the Netherlands is going to look after it. Uh, so then the day after I got called and I was thinking that they're going to call me like, oh, you didn't make it. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And then he said to me that I could go. So I cried and I was like, uh, OK, thank you. And then I hang up. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what a weirdo, I guess. But yeah, I just had no words for it. I was really happy. That's awesome. How, how long was you got that call? When did you then fly out and everything like that? Was it like a week before, a couple of weeks before? Mm, I got the call a week before uh, European under 23. And I left the Olympics like two days after we went home. So I guess a little more than one week was between it. Two wait, weeks. wait, 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 wait. You got the call before Euros? Yeah. Oh, so you knew? Oh. Yeah, I knew. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's <laughs> How were <laughs> yeah, you able to focus on that competition while knowing that you're going to the Olympics? Was that kind of hard? Or like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, no, not really, because like Europeans was like my goal to really medal. And I knew like at the Olympics, I'm not going to medal something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, you right, never okay. know, but like. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So uh, my it was two completely different goals. Right. But I guess that I was less sad for my fourth place because I knew, yeah, I'm going to the Olympics anyway, so I yeah, don't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess it made me a little happier afterwards, but yeah, I could still focus really good. That's awesome. JT, did you have anything you want to add? What was your, yeah, what was your favorite moment from just in general, from meeting people, like meeting potentially idols, from competing? What was your favorite memory from the Olympics? Mm, just really like the moment before you're going to start. Mm -hmm. I was like in the in the heat with um, Jasmine, uh, she won. And like okay. Megan also, she got third. 
like my heat was insane. I don't know why that heat was on heat. Like I also got like a faster time than people that went to the semifinals because of their big queue. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was, it's really cool to say you have run to two persons that medal. And I yeah. just knew that heat was going to be fire. And I also was in the heat with like Ditaji Kambunji. Like she's my age. And it was kind of fun to also have someone who you kind of know. Yeah. Mm. Into that heat. And I just remembered like, oh my God, this is the moment I was waiting for all this time. And now it's going to happen. And the stadium was just really big. I haven't been before to the stadium like one time, but not on the track. Because we were too late in the village for it. So yeah, it was just really the first time I was on the track. And yeah, I just, I was like, okay, this is where I'm doing it for. And I just, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Wow, that's amazing. And sort of like, you were saying you, you, you got back from Tallinn and you had to travel like two days later. How was that? That must have been a bit manic, like getting back. Because you, you already had like no sleep because obviously you had to get there at four and then traveling, getting back to Holland and testing and yeah what was all of, that must have been hectic yeah it was horrible like we had two other people that went to Tallinn that also had to go to the olympics but we had two flights for the olympics like the first one was two days after europeans and one a week later so i uh wrote like an email saying yeah i have to go to Tallinn, and i just know now that i have to go like i'm not home in the meantime and i had to get blood tests, vaccination things. I don't know, like a lot of things. And I just had no time for it. So I said, I'm not home, so I can do it. Can I do the later flight? They were like, no, you can do that because uh, Tokyo has, uh, I think seven hours uh, ahead of Netherlands. Yeah, I think seven hours ahead. So um, you have to be there two weeks before you're running. It's like, yeah, I don't mind because I just don't have the time now to do all those things. So, uh, yeah, they didn't really want to participate in that. And in Tallinn, I was uh, done. Like the last day, I didn't do anything. So I also said, can I go uh, sooner to my home so I have more yeah. time to pack the things? Because I didn't have a suitcase with the stuff because I didn't was on the list before to... Uh, like fit and all this stuff. So I also had to do that. But they said, no, you just have to go home with the whole crew. So yeah, two days, it was, yeah. I hated it, never again, because a lot of people want to see me before I went to uh, Tokyo, but yeah, they couldn't. Mm. And the week before I was also gone. So I haven't seen them in like a really long time. And I just had to get a suitcase buy stuff, get ready. Uh, we had to like pre-test for to get into Tokyo as well because that were the restrictions from Japan, I guess. So I also had to test like every day and it wasn't in my hometown. So I had to travel every time two hours to get a test. It was just not really, yeah, it wasn't good. So before going to Tokyo, did you have to test? Was it just all about testing, testing, testing in terms of... Yeah. We had like pre-fest before and um when you were there you had to test daily daily every yeah every morning but it was like not uh in the nose or mouth but you have to spit in like <laughs> yeah you have to spit oh in, gosh <laughs> yeah oh, wow in like a bowl it was yeah dirty 
mm. you have to do it every morning and you couldn't brush your teeth before you had to do it after oh so right yeah. my goodness <laughs> so that was it you just had to obviously like test loads before you went yeah wow okay cool and then so after the olympics did you how did your season go did you carry on competing did you get back into training or did you take a little break because of obviously you'd gone to Tallinn and the olympics which are two big competitions did you have a break or did you keep going well i wanted to go on vacation but it got cancelled because of the covid restrictions i couldn't go uh and then i thought hmm, maybe i would choose this one competition so i went to the show so that went really well because like the show de four is a really fast track so where? It's like, yeah, just one time. Le Chaux de Faux in Switzerland. Le Chaux de Faux? Yeah, place to be for sprinters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really fast. Oh, wow. I've never heard of that place. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. So I went there. So I ran a PB, but it was uh, too much wind. So it's illegal. Um, then I was like, okay, this was my last competition. Yeah. But then I got invited for the uh, Diamond League final in Zurich. I was the first um reserve yeah but i had to fly in there uh yeah i don't know why because they wanted it because in the final they don't want a lane uh that's empty mm -hmm. so i was there also but i didn't uh, run eventually and that was oh, really my last competition hmm? you were meant to run yeah no, i didn't no i didn't run but i i was there because when somebody got injured uh, in the warm-up or something, I needed to run. Okay. Oh, I never knew they did that. Yeah. Oh, I never... That's crazy. Oh, so, so where was it? It was in Zurich, was it? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, wow. it was. But it was really cool, but, like, I didn't run. But it was, like, with fireworks and stuff. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Um, tell us a bit about, um, obviously, all with Adidas. Like what? How old were you when you got that sort of call or offer, and what was the process of of all of that? Um, not not obviously you don't have to go into depth and details about it, but like what it was like getting that and things like that, just for people to know a little bit about that, because that's the unspoken thing in track. Right? It's not something that it kind of just happens because it has nothing to do with like your actual like your governing body or anything like that. It's sort of just a personal thing. Um, I got my first kit in 2016, so uh, like five years ago, I was 14 then, uh, but it was like more for, uh, it was just a kit, like not a contract or anything else. It was uh, just shoes, spikes, a bag and like competition kit, but I did the nationals for like a higher age group uh, than mine. And I won those events. I did the 400 hurdles back then. <laughs> Way too long for me now. But like I won that event. And uh, they were like, hmm, she's quite good. So they keep giving me stuff. And yeah. uh, in 2017, I got my first contract. Because, yeah, 2017, I got my first contract. It was quite all right. Like, uh, yeah, it was just like a real contract for like athletes. Uh, so with stuff and uh, yeah, I just really had to sign it and stuff. And last year I uh, re-signed. Nice. But this time it's more like, uh, yeah, real pro athlete contract. The first one was really good. Like I was 15, 16. So mm -hmm. 
uh, but yeah, this time it's like more professional. Awesome! Wow. So you became. So you, when did you, so you turned pro in 2017? Would you say, or would you say you turned pro when you when you signed the first one? No, it's 2017. Yeah, it was later. 2017. So, yeah. so what were you like? So 16, 16, 17. So 17, four years ago. Yeah, 15, 16. <laughs> yeah, really early. Yeah. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> Becoming a professional wow. athlete at 15, 16. Uh, <laughs> How, oh, that's crazy. How did this affect school? Like, what, what was your, obviously, I'm guessing you were still in school around that. How did that? What was your mindset towards school? Were you kind of just like, oh, I'm an athlete now, I don't really care? Or were you like, what, what was it? What was it like? Well, in high school, I never really did anything for school because I found it quite easy. I got uh, free uh, when I had to train, but I was training in the evenings at the time. So I just school in the morning and uh, noon and then later I will go to the track. Um, and like my last high school year, um, that changed because I was also training in the morning, but I got free from school because my grades were well. So they didn't really care. They were like, okay, you do you. And uh, now I'm on the university, but uh, this is my third year. Yeah. And I'm like still doing first year uh, colleges and stuff. Yeah. I'm really behind actually, because I don't really do anything. But I'm still in school, so Great. I'm doing on a really slow pace. Yeah. <laughs> that is so you were in high school and they were just like you do you, you do whatever you want. That is free. That is yeah. yeah. That is awesome. And you've been you've been in university for three years, did you say? Yeah, this is my third year, but how yeah, is that possible? I'm just I like skip the grade. Uh, when I was younger. Oh, oh. wow. Yeah. That good. Wow. Well, you but were that now smart, it's just, or... it's now just too much for me because I used to do nothing, but now in university I have to do something, but I don't have the time for it. So, yeah, I'm just really behind with everything, but yeah. Do they it doesn't care? really matter. Like, oh, not really. No, because they're got like, uh, yeah, athlete rule. So okay. you get also your money back when you're just behind. You get yeah. oh my goodness. <laughs> because you pay like I'm for a whole year. You have to pay nine thousand pounds in the UK. I'm not an athlete, by the way. I just do studies and that. But wow, you have to get you get paid back. That is Yeah, because I pay like for a whole year and then I do From the eight i'm not gonna pay for the other five but yeah i have to pay everything and then the next year i can fill in which um things i did and then i get my money back of things i didn't wow how long is your um how long is your court is that like three years is it a normal three years or is it four years, well, or three years or is it any longer like bachelor is three years but yeah i will do like six seven years I think about it because uh, in one year I do like half of the things. Mm -hmm. So next year I do the other half. So I'm also really behind. Okay. Um, but like after it, you can also do a master. That's also three years. 
but I don't think I'm going to do that because that's just too long. Yeah, that sounds very long. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's so far. Like, if 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 it was like that, well, more, why do more people not go to Holland then? Because that's 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 unbelievable. I didn't know you that. Just, yeah, I didn't. Even I didn't know that. that existed. Yeah, it depends on the school you are, but like, I'm doing movement science, so also the study is really yeah sport related and a lot of people mm-hmm. that do sports on a high level are there so they mm-hmm. just got rules for it wow that's that's pretty incredible um okay cool so we've touched on last season and everything that's happened how's how's training going now and what are your sort of main goals for next season i'm guessing you're going to be looking at the world indoors europeans world champs i'm guessing but yeah what, what are your plans for the season Mm, I want to be like at every event that's like my goal every year so like I'm not missing anything so you've got world indoors world outdoors and European outdoors so it's kind of busy season this year uh world indoors I don't really know what my goal is like semi-finals of course but yeah maybe the final maybe not I just don't know I will see indoors how it goes because most of the time you like need a 7.9 7.9 to get into the finals like a world chance it might be 7.98 so maybe when I progress it will be uh, realistic but yeah maybe it won't outdoors yeah Europeans I do want to get into the finals but yeah I hope I can make it and world outdoors is just yeah semi-final it will be okay if I just run a PB there I think it's good and then afterwards World champs is first and then it's European. So I think it's good to do the world champs first, like get experience again. And then as European, really get into the finals. Awesome. And this training, did you start winter recently or have you been in it for a while now? Um, this is my fifth week of training. So yeah, quite a while now. It goes really well. It's like more general stuff now. Mm. And like this week, we do a lot more hurdles again. So yeah, it's just easy going up. Yeah. And does training with someone like Nadine, does it help give you a good um, indicator of, as to where you are? I imagine the sessions are quite competitive. Is it, did you guys build a good relationship like together as a pair in training, that sort of thing? Yeah, I really like it because this is just my first year I'm training with her because before I was in the other group. And I had, like, no girls I could really uh, train with. Like, more boys. But, like, the hurdles with the boys are just really different because they're just so high. And um, it's just nice to have someone to do the training sessions with. And, yeah, we get along quite well. It's not really competitive. I think also because I'm quite younger and she's a little older, you don't have that competitiveness. But, yeah, I really enjoy it. And she's a really good hurler. So I can learn a lot from her. Awesome. Wow. And what sort of advice would you give to sort of young athletes that sort of look up to you and want to aspire to do some of the things you've done or be like you? Um, Like I enjoy it still. It's like really my hobby, actually not like my work or something. I think that's the most important, but it's also important to be consistent, I guess. So like I didn't miss any competition since 2017. And I think that really made my experience level high. And just, yeah, 
it just makes you as an athlete to do that international competitions. So you can peak like one time, but if all the years after it, you don't participate in anything, that just really sucks also mentally. So it's just really uh, helpful to be consistent and try to get better each year. Also, if it like little steps. Awesome. That's really good to hear. Josh, if you got anything that you wanted to say? That's dope. No, I think that's a good question to end it on, actually. I was going to ask the same question, like, what advice? But I guess you've asked it already. <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. Oh, I've got one more. Sorry, I was going to ask, what, what do you do, like, mentally to prepare? And what sort of stuff do you eat before, like, a race or before training? Uh, like, I don't really eat anything uh, particular. I'm, like, a really bad eater, to be honest. Like, I'm not the first <laughs> to follow. Uh, but I will start doing it, like, this year. But I just don't know yet how I will do it and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah. mentally I'm just mentally quite good by myself but I just really like to put some music on and just get in the good vibes like I can do it and you don't have to um, make obstacles for yourself mm-hmm. just like if you know you can do it you will do it so I think that's really important to also have that mindset like always also in training competitions before after like if something doesn't go like you want it to go, but you can still switch it off and see why it didn't went like you wanted it to go. And like next time you would do it better. Awesome. That's really, really good. Yeah, that is a, a perfect place to sort of end on. Wanted to say a massive thank you for obviously coming on. And like, we really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, no problem. And yeah, guys, there will be a part two in the second episode. We're not, well, it's still going to be nothing to do with track. It's going to be sort of more just getting to know her as a person, the things that she likes outside of track, that sort of thing. So definitely be sure to tune into that. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone has enjoyed this episode. And once again, thank you so much, Zoe, for coming on. And yeah, that's Dez signing out. Josh, over to you, man. Yeah. Wait, is that, is that outro done? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's me done. That's me done. <laughs> you need to do the whole outro, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, peace out, guys. God bless. <laughs>